The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Today we talk about the placebo effect. Does it work? Yes, in America, because we're the best. I feel better already. I feel pretty good, too. Coming to you from the top of the stand-up New York Comedy Club, this is a Stand-Up Labs production, powered by ComedyVoices.com. Find your voice. Welcome to a place of scientific inquiry Where the world's wondrous workings are discussed Socratically There'll be fun and excitement and knowledge galore Join in the journey to learn and explore How delightful the universe can be Welcome to University Here's Raj and Jono and Joe And begin Hey! <laughs> Welcome to Universe City. We're three comedians talking about science. Yeah, we are. My name's Joe Zimmerman. I'm John Ozelay. I'm Raj Sivaron. But you know that because you've listened every week for 52 straight weeks. <laughs> Thanks for your support. We love you guys. Uh, there's and new, girls. new news. The placebo effect mm-hmm. is showing stronger and stronger real effect in Americans. And? Specifically. May not be real. Oh. Depending on who you talk to. But the real big question is, what causes the placebo effect? Like, why does it work? And specifically in America. The finding that I found interesting was that the placebo effect is not just giving people fake good feeling. It's actually changing chemicals in your body that make you feel better. Right. So there's a big finding specifically with Parkinson's patients Mm -hmm. that, like, it was a small group of them. Uh, Some of them were given, they're all given saline. But even within that, the ones that, like, they understood was the more expensive drug had a greater effect not only on their disposition, but physiologically, they could observe changes in their brain and uh, movement. Right. And so one of the things they talk about with the placebo effect is this is called the expectation effect. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like it's like a conditioning kind of thing where people uh, are given a drug and they're told this is a drug that's going to do X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. And then people start thinking, oh, yeah, I feel better. This, This is great. Yeah. Or sometimes what also happens is you get this negative effect where people are like, this is a drug. Sometimes there's some side effects. Watch out for the side effects. They take the same sugar pill, and then they start experiencing the side effects. Wow. So that's called the nocebo effect. What? what? That sounds like a weird pun that like someone would write as like a – Some dorky scientist is like, it's the nocebo effect. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that likes – somebody that's like loves puns. Yeah. Super clever. In their – bio yeah <laughs> not afraid to make puns nocebo I, I think technically nocebo comes from nox like the latin no, nox like noxious uh, okay so it's like a poison, poison or, uh, or like i like ryan gosling nocebo <laughs> wait what or i wonder if a placebo or if they get drug that would I have like placebo nocebo <laughs> i bet uh, a, a, a non-fast acting placebo is called a slowcebo True. True. That's a fact. You know, my favorite baseball and football player in the 90s was Bocebo. <laughs> you don't oh, know yeah. Bocebo. He, he climbed, Bocebo climbed the wall. Um, <laughs> great 30 for 30 on that. And the 30 for 30 always makes me feel better. Yeah. Ooh. It's because it's a placebo. Now, I know what you guys are asking. Joe, placebos <laughs> can't happen in dogs, can it? <laughs> I am asking that now. <laughs> now that you put that in my brain somehow. You're wrong. They can happen in dogs. What? Yeah. Yes. They happen in uh, in other animals as well. Yeah. Wow. You know, and you know what I think that means is that we all had a common ancestor. 
<laughs> I love that that was your takeaway about it. <laughs> I, 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 I think the placebo I, effect proves evolution. There we That's, go. I can't think of any other example of how evolution exists. But. Yeah. No god could have made a dog uh, react to a placebo. <laughs> I'm starting to come around on Darwin. <laughs> Hashtag not my god. Um, so, the, so do you guys know the history of the placebo? No, I don't. Please enlighten us, Raj. That it came from Please dogs. Placebo? Yeah. <laughs> the dogs started. No. It. So the back in back in like the nineteenth century, uh, when they're like sort like think about how we have modern medicine. But before that it was all like you'd go to your barber and or like some random dude and that would be like your doctor. But your, most people didn't go to doctors. Your barber? Yeah, because your barber had all the surgery tools so that he would he would be the one who did like just cut stuff doctor, off, cut stuff yeah. off, and right. it would be like ghastly and gross, and like generally oh, yeah. people and didn't go to the before, doctor. Um, an, uh, what's the word for anesthesia? That was before anesthesia. Yeah, and uh, Listerine, Joseph True. Lister, antiseptic technique, so that people were getting like just cut ki- up with thirty knives. Yeah, so a lot of what yeah. doctors started doing, part of the sort of the medical practice in the nineteenth century, as it started getting more professionalized and standardized was that they realized, like, we need a thing to give patients to, like, make them feel good because we can't treat them. We don't have cures for 90% of stuff. Yeah. So what they would do is they'd give people these, like, very pleasant, sweet cough syrups, and that, that sweetness would make people feel good. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where the placebo came from. It's the lollipop. Yeah, it's, the lo- it's where your doctor gives you a lollipop. So, is, is, so, so you were like, like, oh, man, this makes me feel good. So, so that's where the term evolved from. Yeah, and it also the interesting thing is that the doctors would also give it because they were worried that their patients were like, "Hey, why did I come to this doctor and he's not doing anything?" Which yeah, is <laughs> and, and that's and doctors give lollipops now, right? And well, less, dentists? less so depending on your HMO. <laughs> right. Well, they give it to children. <laughs> they don't do it to adults. Anymore. You could probably have you asked for a lollipop? No, I have not. So Maybe they do have it. Basically, they're yeah. brainwashing kids through sugar placebo, right? Well, well, they're, they do, they they're do. getting kids addicted to sugar. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving kids diabetes uh-huh. and early childhood obesity, which I'm sure we'll talk about in some future World, episode. World Health Organization has declared a state of emergency or discussing declaring a state of emergency. I don't think childhood health care is causing the state of emergency. In fact, it would probably help it a lot. Nor the placebo effect. Right. But there is actually a good reason why kids should have a positive association with their doctors to just not be scared of them and they're terrified. So <laughs> let me get to this important point, and that is I take vitamin D yeah. for the sunlight, and I think it works. I do, I do too. And it makes me feel better. I take fish oil. No idea what that does for me. I don't take it because I'm vegetarian. Uh, I take a men's multivitamin. It makes me feel great. Okay. Um, sometimes I'll take emergency if I'm All going right. on an airplane. The sure. one that was designed by teachers? No, and that's, then, no, that's, that's uh, the fizzy one. Yeah, that's airborne. a different one, airborne. Oh, okay. And then the most important ones that sound like the biggest placebos are uh, my 5-HTP. <laughs> Serotonin. Serotonin. Uh, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, and GABA. It's relaxing. You could just buy GABA? You could just buy neurotransmitters? Yeah, you can buy GABA <laughs> for your GABA. Joe, are you no familiar- GABA GABA? Joe, are you familiar with the blood-brain barrier? <laughs> no, I don't know what that so, is. So that's kind of a big thing amongst medicine. Jonna, do you want to explain the blood-brain barrier? GABA, yeah, no, GABA semi- provides the amino acid to support the, the GABA that you need in your brain. Okay, so they just call so it protein. That. So you right. could have just had protein, and it, that would have achieved the same it's purpose. It's the amino acid building block. Glutamate. 
So yeah. Joe not only takes fish oil, he also clearly takes snake oil <laughs> every single day. Snake, he also, snake oil released by John last year. Snake oil turns out to be healthy. That's the thing is like actually snake oil as a placebo probably did have an effect on lots of people. I yeah. should talk about that. Historically, there was these people that would go around selling bottles of quote unquote snake oil. There was just some sort of benign oil, might as well be vegetable oil, mm-hmm. maybe had alcohol in it. And they would say, like, oh, it's a cure-all, cures what ails you. And they would, people would take it and drink it and they'd feel better probably from the placebo effect. Right. And then like they would just keep swindling people out of their money selling this cure-all that didn't actually work other than psychologically. John was plugging his new album. And my new album, <laughs> Snake Oil, killing it on the iTunes charts. Making top, you f- top 500. You listen to that, you're going to feel <laughs> 10 times better. Yeah. I actually weirdly do not talk about Snake Oil once in my Snake Oil album. Perfectly yeah. titled. <laughs> but he does try to shill his jokes at you. Yep. I, I give you a bunch of nonsense, <laughs> and you believe it. So the modern-day origin of the placebo effect was from a 1955 paper by this guy named H.K. Beecher, which he did a meta-analysis of 15 clinical trials, and he showed that 35% of people experienced a positive effect from sugar pills, or the placebo effect. Right. And so that's where the origin of the placebo effect is. But there has since been two meta-analysis reviewing his research and other research, and they've both said that it's unlikely that a placebo effect exists, and most likely it's just because of problems with research methodology. Hmm. Like people are just doing things poorly. Like one thing that they t- they they harp on is most of the studies are done in like people like samples of twenty people, thirty people, mm-hmm. which is like way too small for like a, a genuine clinical trial, which is normally like hundreds of people. Sure. And so the argument is like basically what you're seeing a placebo effect is sort of this like weird anomaly that will eventually more people that take it will just average out to like not being a real thing. But I have good news. I have great news. What is your great news, Joe? Even if you know what you're taking is a placebo, it still makes you feel better. Yeah. They found that. So what about that rush? How many how many people did that? So they did try <laughs> they did trials where they told them afterwards it was a placebo, uh-huh. but because it made them feel better, most of them kept taking it. There was also this study that came out in PLOS One this year that showed that when you took two different placebos to try to cheat, uh, to treat high-altitude headaches, so one is either you get, you get oxygen to treat it or sure. you get aspirin to treat it. So those mm-hmm. are two like, different ways of treating it physiologically. Sure. And so they took a placebo oxygen and they took a placebo aspirin, and both of them caused different effects in people. Mm-hmm. But both of them caused the placebo effect. Interesting. And the oxygen actually caused a better placebo effect than the aspirin. Wow. So, what was your conclusion based on that? I, I don't know. <laughs> long, <laughs> long story short, I don't. So it can't just be one thing that's that's I, affecting the placebo. Part it's of like me, how it's taken. From what I've read, the, there is probably a lot of things that are like saying like, "Oh, placebo effect. This is real. This works." Yes. But I think a lot of it is that's not real. And people are like, yeah, placebo effect works, so let's take it for granted and I just accept that it works when probably it, it's a separate thing that we're well, not So you're saying they, they didn't do a, a good methodology where they wasn't double blind. They knew they gave them placebo but still measured effects? What yeah, do you say? Yeah, and there was, there's also like a lot – there's a lot of issues with apparently with – if you look at any given placebo trial, you could probably pick them apart. So this probably would be a good time to like actually research, talk about specific papers, but – the if we like went at a specific paper and asked like oh what did what did they do what is the methodology mm-hmm. and then we find out like oh that was kind of weird that they did it that way and then you find out there's like oh placebo effect's not real I completely disagree 
And <laughs> the reason I disagree is because from a neuroscience perspective, I know that there's a physiological change that happens in your brain when you're anticipating a change or a reward or some effect. So even if you aren't sure that you're going to get it or not. So mm-hmm. like you can get some sort of placebo and like the way that you like anticipate getting a present on Christmas, for instance. The, the spike in dopamine, which is like the pleasure hormone that goes in certain parts of your brain, is actually in the anticipation, the lead up to it. When you actually get the present, it's nice, but it's never like, it's, it's really the anticipation that gets you. The thrill of the hunt? Yeah. L-tyrosine is the uh, <laughs> building, block, building block for dopamine. Precursor. Precursor. So- yeah, so get your So there there is a physiological change that like when you take something regardless of whether the effect will happen or not right. that will happen in dope there'll be more dopamine released and in the the study specifically with Parkinson's because Parkinson's is caused by like do- dopamine disruption and like muscle coordination. Mm-hmm. So like the the release of an expectation actually is releasing the same neurotransmitter they need to coordinate their body. So there would be a real effect right. observed. So Going back to those studies that dis- try to disprove mm-hmm. the the meta analyses that try to disprove the placebo effect, sure. One of the things that they also harp on is that spontaneous improvement could be a reason for the placebo effect. Which part of me wonders is like, how can you? What does spontaneous improvement mean? Yeah, unless they're like learning some new skill and have some great insight. Yeah, there's no. It's sort of like, oh, they're just randomly getting better. Yeah. And it's not related to the placebo effect. Well, one of the things they also found is like the placebo would cause like observable changes in the brain via like fMRIs mm-hmm. and such like that. So there actually is a physiological sure. change they're observing. So what? So what is the link between the? If you take a placebo to treat herpes, you're not going to get rid of herpes, right? <laughs> but what what well, you actually, may what may experience is a break. Check in and subscribe to your favorite show on ComedyVoices.com. Powered by digital media, find your voice. Stand Up Labs and UCB Comedy lead the way in bringing you one laugh after another on ComedyVoices.com. A digital media production. Come out of the break, herpes outbreak. So I think actually a placebo would help herpes because herpes outbreaks are caused potentially by stress in a lowered immune system. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, that's what I was going to say. So, like, there's cascading effects from having a positive attitude from potentially Her- herpes, taking a placebo. Okay. Herpes probably is a bad example. Same Let's, with cancer. You're more then why to, did you use it, Raj? You're more, likely, uh, you're more likely to beat cancer if you take a placebo. There's, right, let's there's say, a whole uh, bunch of things you can that you can potentially beat with a positive attitude or help. All right, let's say you get chlamydia. Mm-hmm. Can we just, Taking can a we sugar skip, pill. Well, how about something other than STD? Yes. <laughs> say you get tuberculosis. Perfect. Yeah. Or the flu. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not really a good treatment for the flu. Let's say you get... <laughs> we're, we've not really improved <laughs> medically since the 19th century, but yeah. let's say... All right, say you get tuberculosis. There are some treatments for tuberculosis. Now, if you take those treatments, those treatments will do something about tuberculosis. If you take a sugar pill... That's not going to do anything about tuberculosis. But what sugar pills do do, the placebos do do, is they improve the patient-reported outcomes. So people experience less pain, experience less symptoms, they pre- like less nausea in a lot of studies that they see. The f- symptoms of what you internally feel mm-hmm. are reduced by taking the placebo. And I think that may be like what the placebo really is, is that it's triggering the part of your brain to like shut off pain or shut off... Like what the brain can control. Certainly. So like the, I think not, that... Not like the disease. It can't control right, that. Yeah. Like I don't think any of us are saying the placebo effect works on the disease itself. Joe? 
I'm just saying it has a greater <laughs> a greater effect on the overall health and outlook, really. Because like when you're taking a, a placebo, you're, or like taking anything, you're saying it's kind of like a lottery ticket, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I could win this. I, there's something that could happen that is positively. I'll have a better attitude about it, which get, has a better effect on your immune system, your stress levels, right? Which has it's a, that conditioned effect is where yeah. if you're if you're taking something to try to make yourself feel better, uh-huh. could you just trick yourself into doing that? Like meditation is one of the things that. A lot of people say it makes people feel better. Right. Is meditation actually doing something or is meditation tapping into the placebo effect? Yeah, I'm wondering if the power of positive thinking <laughs> is the same as placebo. A lot of people who are like those uh, natural healers and homeo- homeopathies people yeah. are, would argue that, you know, like, oh, you just need to use your brain and mind to like channel your inner like healing ability. Well, maybe that's true. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of like, on the surface, bananas things that like have an effect on your actual stress level. But most of them come from Hindu philosophy. So that's <laughs> like, the important. No, it's thing. like that study we read where old people journaling helped their wounds heal faster after they were attacked by scientists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so it, that's another good question: is like, is is what's happening there? Is the journaling aspect? sort of reducing the stress yeah. of the old people yep. mm-hmm. and less of the fear of the scientists. Is is that actually an active thing or is that just sort of like a passive thing where it's it's really the the brain that's doing it? Like you're, well, it doesn't really matter from the perspective of the scientist or the person getting right. healed. It's six of one, half, and do, half a dozen of the other. Exactly. Like who cares if it's curing the symptoms, if it's curing something? It's having an effect. You're saying the placebo effect isn't real because it's not curing the actual disease. No one says it was curing the disease. Right. It was just having an effect physiologically. So in that respect, it looks like kind of undeniably having an effect. It's kind of actually one of the hardest things to prove in treatment is, is the thing that you are giving somebody – Mm-hmm. doing anything right or is it any number of like superfluous factors which is why when you do these clinical trials when people do clinical trials they do it with really large samples of people like mm-hmm. hundreds of people in an ideally right. you know, diverse scenario setting so i guess the interesting question is like why specifically in america is the placebo effect greater than in like asia and europe or like because even in like the last decade and a half Right. Like the placebo effect has gone up in America, whereas it stayed the same in Europe and Asia. So, but the, but what that research has suggested is that the effect of uh, anti pain medication mm-hmm. has not improved as much as taking the placebo. So, the difference between the pain medication and the placebo has gotten more closer to each other. Right. So, the, so then the question is does the pain medication work? So you're saying they're just making crappier pain medications and then the placebo effect is staying the same. Or the pain medication was always a placebo. Mm. And people's people have been conditioned to understand what pain medication does and oh. know if I take this, this will give me this outcome. And there's actually this study that in Alzheimer's patients where people who would take the placebo would, would not experience the placebo effect. Oh, right. Because they- presumably they forgot or didn't know. So you have to be consciously aware that you're taking a treatment to, for it to have an effect. And to get the conditioning, which is mo- why maybe Americans experience it more, because we get more pharm- pharmaceutical advertising. So we're more aware that, that medicine can help. Right. Because of direct-to-consumer consumer advertising. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? Uh, well, <laughs> medicine's gotten better, which means we are more aware that medicine works. Right. So we're more likely... So that to have a positive response. Yeah, that expectation, uh, specifically in America, because of the advertising, 
Right. But, that but, that the medicine is better, but, but it doesn't mean the medicine is better. I've experienced somatic responses to things that are very real. And, like I, and I only find out later that it was somatic. Explain. Uh, well, like when I, when I thought I had chronic fatigue syndrome, mm-hmm. it just made me more and more tired because I was stressed about having it. So just don't be stressed. Yeah, I'm saying when you think <laughs> when you think you have something, you your body makes you have it. Self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, but I, I but I think there is some sort of right. Well, that's like that's the nocebo effect. I think there's some sort of chemical. But you've not you've not treated yourself. But I could feel the fatigue. It's not like it was fake fatigue, you know. No, these are real physiological symptoms. The same yeah. way that your attitude and your belief about something will have an effect on your stress level, which has an effect on your immune system. So why? Yeah, I guess why are your brain chemicals? doing that so why yeah <laughs> well the thing is the why, expectation w- right why why do we not can we not just trick ourselves into thinking just taking a bunch of tic tacs mm-hmm. and then feeling better or trick ourselves that we don't even need to take tic tacs to feel better right exactly mm-hmm. save save the dollar fifty <laughs> that tic tacs I think cost. I think Buddha said what I just said <laughs> <laughs> I think I just quoted Buddha yeah, yeah. I, I like that you said Buddha said what I said rather than <laughs> you said that you quoted him <laughs> <laughs> Buddha could have said what I had just said. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If the placebo effect is real, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not actually disputing that. Then it's why not was real. Buddha overweight? Let's be honest. <laughs> Too many sugar pills. He was sitting under a tree for a lot of his life. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like um, it was a bad uh, example for the kids. You know? I don't think lifestyle. I don't think Buddha was actually overweight. Just his statues. They, I think they make him fat and have a big head because that implies that he is wise and healthy. Oh, because like uh, being it's like, symbolic. Like healthier or wealthier people used to be. Yeah. used to be bigger. It was a sign of their wealth. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there are skinny Buddhas. You just don't recognize them. You're like, is that is that Gandhi? <laughs> is that Buddha or some other Indian? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> or any other Indian. Raj can say that because he's Indian. Yeah, and racist. Let's not forget that. <laughs> I've never forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, Joe, so why do you take all those pills? Uh, do, you, do you think that you really need all these pills, or do you just want to well, spend $45 I was on told vitamins? I was told I was vitamin D deficient. Which most people are, actually, especially on the east or like northern part. Like When there is defi- diminished sunlight during the winter, specifically, yeah. you, have, you have less exposure sure. to the sun, less exposure to vitamin and D. If you, and if you're brown, you have even less exposure. Right. So that, I took that, felt better, my, and my vitamin D levels are healthy now. Mm-hmm. So that, that what, worked. Has the fish oil done anything for you? The fish oil is probably the most likely to be a placebo because I have no idea why I take it. <laughs> it's for your heart. And potentially your brain. But to me, that just, I'm like, this is doing something good. Oh, is yeah. it, are those so omega 3s? Yeah, it's the, the good uh, oil, the same thing that's in like olive oil and walnuts and stuff like that. Yeah, why don't you just eat healthier foods? I feel like the fish oil is my most likely placebo pill that I take. Yeah. yeah. I think, Do you take them all at once? No. So throughout the day. Do you have like a pill box like old people have? <laughs> and I, sometimes <laughs> I'll take them all in the morning, and it does give me a nice positive start to the day. Joe, do you have a pillbox? Oh no, I have a a shelf with like twenty seven different vitamin jars. <laughs> wow! I take three different pills a day: uh, uh, vitamin D, fish oil in the morning, and then an allergy pill at night. I only take allergy. What are you allergic to? Uh, 
just general allergies like grasses and waking, cats and stuff. Waking up in the morning. <laughs> I do hate mornings. <laughs> okay, you take an allergy pill. He's like, but it's not Claritin. Uh, Zyrtec. It's the same thing. Oh, sometimes I'll take. Uh, see, sometimes I'll start taking Claritin around this time of the year when yeah. the spring's coming up. Yeah. See, I have seasonal allergies and like general allergies, like the way same with uh, pets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, th- but these things like are have a mechanism of action. So like, mm-hmm. so when we talk about drugs, we're talking about things that like specifically do something. Right. And almost every drug has a mechanism of action, but maybe I think for me, the concern is the pain medications that a lot of people take may not be, unless you're taking like opium or morphine or something, aren't really doing what we think they're doing. Maybe they're all just a placebo. Could be. I mean, there, there is like, sort of weird like nocebo or placebo effects on observable um, drugs that are recreational. Like for instance, there's that, uh, the prank, like they like get a keg of non-alcoholic beer and then have a bunch of freshmen like drink around it and pretend to be all drunk. And they're like, ha ha, stupid freshmen. You're just drinking, you know, all duels. Oh, duels. You can't possibly be drunk, but there actually is a subconscious, like psychological intoxication. Yeah. So like the second you like, Take a shot or, or also chug talking a beer. to freshmen is yeah. going to make you dumber. <laughs> of course, um, there is like some kind of uh, subconscious awareness, like association of those cues and context, like the taste of beer, mm-hmm. the like you know feeling of being around a party that does sort of intoxicate you physiologically, even though it is sure. not the same if mechanism of our, action. If only our duels tasted not horrible, <laughs> <laughs> then I would be great to to just drink our duels and be like, this tastes good, and I'm not hurting my brain. <laughs> But yeah. it just tastes terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would gladly have a a like non alcoholic beer that tasted awesome. We've put yeah. a man on the moon. <laughs> Surely we can make a non alcoholic beer that tastes like an India Pale Ale. Yeah, IPAs. You got to go to Utah, I think, for those. All oh, right, because they have like a reduced alcohol in all of their beers. Yeah, versions of them anyway. Yeah, that's- Utah, surprisingly beautiful state. Why surprising? Yeah, that I wouldn't say. I mean, it's it's not well, a very fun state, but it's still very beautiful. It's a beautiful state. Have you been in Provo? But nobody ever told me that it was beautiful until I went there. Yeah, cool yeah. mountains and stuff, deserts. Yeah. yeah. Made me feel... Landscapes. Made me feel good. <laughs> Utah's do you think, placebo. Do you think well. you get a placebo effect from Utah? Oh, I, I wonder if there's a placebo effect from religion. Uh, Speaking yeah. of the opiate of the masses. We did that, we did that episode where yeah. people had a positive... Yeah. It has a positive effect. And it's all, you know, mental and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think for sure there's probably a mental aspect of all of the things. But I think my question is, like, of of the things that we are taking, mm-hmm. like, as drugs or treatments, how many of them are actual, like, real treatments? Like, this is my, this is my thing. My conspiracy theorist is that the pharmaceutical industry benefits the most from, from, from the placebo effect. Probably. Because they, they're the ones that can say, oh, well, the sugar pill I'm giving you that doesn't really do anything is doing something, even hmm. though it's just placebo. Hmm. Think about Possibly. it. Possibly. All right. So the takeaways. Jono, hit us real quick. I think the takeaway is that the placebo effect is real because it has an effect on your expectation, which boosts dopamine and has you have a positive outlook of potentially, like you know that you might potentially get cured by something because you have faith in modern medicine. So that has a cascading effect that actually does work, and America's the best at that kind of optimism and like entitlement to feeling good. I'm gonna say taking a pill, placebo pill, boosts endorphins, 
which are natural, which are chemicals that actually change the way your, you know, your neurochemistry, and you get that extra water hydrated. Ooh! <laughs> oh, the water effect. Yep. Yeah, that's Sh- my conclusion. Yeah, because people also say when you just go to the doctor, part of that is is you feel better just by going to a person that will reassure you and say. You have this disease. Yeah, yeah it's like Going checking. A, also, it's like checking a thing off your list of things to do for the yeah. year. I think I I kind of wonder if is placebo just simply us being de-stressed? And Probably is because this is my theory is that stress is like ninety nine percent of all the diseases. Oh, in, I'm I'm, in on, I'm on board with that. In humanity and that and stress that, does a lot of bad things. Stress yeah. kills people. Yeah, inflammation. Yeah, cancer. I'm pretty yeah. sure most cancers stress caused. Certainly. If it's not cigarette smoking. Think about the work study we did about how people that work over 50 hours a week, they're too stressed, they have a stroke. Die. Bam. Dead. Yeah. They could, they could take some placebos. So my, my, my takeaway is just don't be stressed, guys. Yeah, chill out. Meditate. Meditate. Do something related to Hinduism. Uh, tweet at us like that. Interacting with us will probably make you feel good too. Yeah, like you're interacting with a. We're going to tell you right now. Doctors. If you tweet at us, you'll feel better. Yeah. You'll at, feel like you've not had something in your life that you then will it's true at university pod yeah cure all your ailments tweet at us <laughs> Hash, hashtag placebos mm. thanks for listening i'm joe zimmerman john Ozlay. raj sivaraman and good night and and